There's the BGs to start us off. Night Fever here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy Hump Day, Wednesday, 24th of February. How's your hump, PJ? That's oh, all right, you know, it's the same. You haven't got a pain in it, have you? No, no, I have a pain in something else, all right, but the hump is grand. You haven't got a pain in your hump. If you haven't got a pain in your hump, you're all right. Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. You can soldier on. I have a pain in my hump, but my hump is grand. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. They're meant to be one and the same, aren't they? I suppose they are. If they are the same, then yes, yeah. I'd have a pain in my hump now. Uh, it seems a little bit less um, less wild and woolly out there today, doesn't it? A little uh, bit less. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I know we better. didn't get the bulk of it. I know it was mainly the South that got the bulk of it, but even. Even yesterday, up this these neck of the woods wasn't exactly fantastic. Ah, uh, no, it was yeah, it was it was it was a bit poxy now. Mm. It was just I, I, you know, yeah, it was it was poxy. I was trying to justify something. I didn't even go outside the door, and that's not like me or anything. Yeah, yeah. I drove to the shop and all <laughs> cheap or something. I mean, what do we do? Drive to the shop and all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so it was a bit of a pox of a day. It's gone now, anyway. Thankfully, it's just a bit. I of, think so. Remnants they... of, of nonsense today. Yeah, I'm it. sure people will let us know anyway. But I think. Um, I think the bulk of it is out of the way, is it? I, I mean, I know so. Carla Weather had said sort of 48 hours, but I don't, I mean... Yeah, it's just the thing is, it looks like it's going to get cold again. That's what. I, that's the only thing that's upsetting me now. I'm looking there now, you know, for... Um, towards the weekend and all. Sunday, it says, like, down to one degree, would you go away? <laughs> and then two on the Monday. Ah, go away, Jim. So I'll bring back the rain. Will I, All is for Should you. I re-ask you that question? So, how's your hump anyway? It's killing me, Jim. <laughs> My hump is killing me. There you go, Anastasia. I'm out of love here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It is Wednesday. It is the 24th of February. We are about to do the birthdays. And do you know something, PJ Gallagher? Yes. It doesn't matter. Really? No, it doesn't matter. What doesn't matter? doesn't matter how many you get. doesn't matter whether they're good or bad birthdays today. Because everyone's a winner today. Everyone's a winner. Everyone is a winner today. How do you know that? It's because we get to do this. Come on! Are you in better mood already? It makes everything okay. Can I just tell you that much? Absolutely. Everybody, doesn't matter whether you're wet or dry. (laughs) Come on, you know you want to. It's his birthday after all. Come on. If you want to, I'll change the situation. What a birthday. Uh, right people, right time, just the wrong location. We're keeping going. I've got a good idea. Just you keep me near. I'll be so good for you. Be so good for you. That is Dennis Waterman. He is a he's a show hero. I tell you something. He, he runs is. he runs a very close second to the great Johnny Logan. I swear to God, he's right. He's knocking on the door. He's knocking on the door. Johnny yeah. Logan's coattails. And it's his birthday today. I love that song. I what wasn't a great sure. Show. I wasn't sure whether to uh, whether to save it till the end. But then I thought we might run out of time. You're and right. I, and I didn't want to risk it. No. And you know something? I feel so much better. <laughs> Remember that pain in my hump? Yeah. It is gone. It is out of here. Yeah. How could that? Not make your hump go away. Oh my god, I love that song so much. It's amazing, isn't it? So we, and we should have had actually. There was a suggestion from um, one of the listeners, Mark. He was saying, you know, we should had should have had like an end of January song to like sort of wave it off and yeah. all that. Remember, we used to do it every time we go into a bank, a bank holiday. holiday. We used to sing it. I have a feeling we may have been singing this pretty soon. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling. <laughs> Oh, love it, oh. love it, love it. Yeah, the great Dennis Waterman is celebrating his birthday today. Yeah, so I, I mean, where do you... I mean, we've done the, we've done the love, let's have the guess. I'm going to say... I'm just afraid to leave a guess because I think you might stop playing the song. No, no, I'll uh, just let it play. Anyway. So I reckon the great Dennis Waterman that gave us the, the, the days with Arthur Daly... And oh, the, Minder, The Sweeney, uh, New the, Tricks, all great shows. And brought us the worst string-haired mullet I have ever <laughs> seen in my life, which is fantastic. I'd say he's like, he is... A about, I think he's in the 70s yeah. now. I'd say he's about 76. Oh, not bad. Two. 73. I should have known. But it doesn't matter. Everybody wins. Love you like you want me to. Oh, my God. I'll be so good for you. I could be so good for you. In fact, 
I might not do any other birthdays. Oh my God! Remember we we sang that at a party once. Didn't we, we did at sing somebody's at a party, kind of, yeah. a, a listener party or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I have to say, the, the ultimate crack, isn't it? Oh, it is the ultimate crack. Absolutely yeah. love it, love it, love it, love it. My, I tell you, I have a feeling that that's going to show up again before the end of the I, show. I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling. It's too much fun. Right. Okay. So the great Dennis Waterman, uh, seventy-three oh. today. Right. One of your um, one of your favorites. This because you love your boxing, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Oh, Floyd Mayweather, of course. Sure. What a what an absolute. Absolutely spectacular! Well, the greatest record in professional boxing. Yeah, and the story. And never he been has beat. that. Uh, he has that claim, doesn't he? I know there's a few have the claim, but he definitely has the claim as oh, the pound for maybe pound. one of the yeah, yeah a, like he is, like he's the greatest, like he's the greatest we've ever seen. You know, mm. like I know there's. Ali did what he did, but Ali's record is nothing on Floyd Mayweather's record. You know, I mean, he doesn't—he definitely doesn't have the personality. He, in fact, he's a little bit of a ask me. But he is spe- his talent is off the charts, spe- unbelievable, spectacular. He's up there. He's like uh, the the Messi of boxing. Of boxing. Like, we're so lucky to have seen. Somebody so good. Yeah. McGregor thinking he could beat him is the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh, I remember Cartoon the fans of people saying, I think he will be. I know a fella who knows a fella who's a trainer that says he's unbelievable. He's, he's, you don't know what's coming up the road, I heard. Ah, wait. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I don't know mind. if Mayweather broke a sweat, did he really in the end? Not really, yeah. no. He just let him punch himself out and then punch him in the face a couple of times. It was over. The referee had to save McGregor's life. Right. Save his life. So the legend that is Floyd Mayweather Jr. is oh he's like uh, I think he's like forty three. Oh, so close, man. Really, forty four. Oh, for God's sake, 44. Yeah. you keep doing that. Keep doing you it. Keep, you should factor in that it's his birthday today. I know. I keep going for what he was yesterday. You know what I mean? I just need to add one, and I'm on the I'm ringing the bell. And I tell you, we're going to stick with the great legends because Dennis Law is celebrating his birthday oh, today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. One of the Holy Trinity, the Lawman himself. Brilliant thing on Sky that that documentary, Can't The Lawman. It's not oh. on my now TV. I'm great. So good, so good. And you don't have to be. I know that we'll get a whole load of kind of abuse coming in, but uh, you don't actually have to be a, a United supporter because it's Dennis Law across his entire career. So there's the Scottish thing and all that sort of stuff in his time with City, and you know, and you get people like um, Kenny Dalgleish, yeah, you know, on it talking about it and all that sort of stuff. Who's obviously far from a United far supporter. Far from United. So, he talk about string mullets. <laughs> So it's not you don't have to be a United supporter to enjoy it. It's great, really yeah. is. I don't to see it. And I tell you something, I, I want you to see it because I don't want to tell you the end, right? I but if you ever had to have, yeah, a sort of a reality check about what football and footballers are like, yeah, today versus what legends of that era were like. Oh, I can all yeah. It's I can when imagine. they end their career. That's when it really comes into focus. And when, oh my God. When you go back to your, like, your. Well, I'm not going to tell you what. You're scarf and your ma's still there going, well, that was a good run, love. <laughs> I, won't, yeah. I don't want to ruin it on you, so I'll wait and see that you get to see it. But oh, it's I just, it's one of it. those. I'm sorry, he did what? I'll be honest, I even tried to illegally acquire it and I couldn't find it. <laughs> I'll have another go. Uh, right, so the legend that was Dennis Law he is, is, like, is, my God, the man still with us, oh, is Dennis Law. 73. 81. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. 81, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, what about Billy Zane? Uh, actor Billy Zane played... Um, what was what? The, played... Oh, he's in Titanic. Do you love that? Is he in Titanic? We are, yeah, he has hair in Titanic, though. You wouldn't recognise him. Emotional blockout. He did that... Um, he did that... What's that comic thing? Phantom, was it? Isn't that he played Phantom? I anyway, don't look, know the, the only reason that he the only reason I include him is because he went out with Kelly Brook for years. Oh, and any man that gets to go out with Kelly Brook for a few years, Jim has a particular had, inkling towards <laughs> Kelly Brook. It's legendary in my eyes. What people may not may or may not know is Jim has a Kelly Brook cup in here. <laughs> Correct, that, that was, was given to me. him as a present. Yeah. I was once bought a Kelly Brook calendar as well. And I will say, time. it's a great compliment to me that he's currently drinking coffee out of a cup with my face on it, <laughs> rather than his cup See that? with Kelly Brook's See face that? on it. See that? I've got us. See that? It's all about, all about being on brand. Tell you, Jim, Kelly Brook did be no- so good <laughs> for you. <laughs> Kelly Brook did nothing for my career, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really know who this fella is, so I'll just take a stab at 42. Not bad, 55. Oh, God, right. Right, and then one, sort of one of your own. You, do you know Ben Miller? Of Miller and Armstrong, the stand-up comedian. Oh, the yeah, actor. I think I do. He was in Death in Paradise. I know you probably haven't seen that. I haven't seen that, telly. no. Um, but yeah, Ben uh, Miller. Ben Miller. Have you ever come across him, no? No, no, I, don't I think, haven't. I don't think he's a great comedian, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to say that now. I 
don't think any of them are, Jim. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'll right. tell you something, he's no Dennis Waterman. Definitely not. <laughs> he may yeah. well be in a cop show and all, but he's no Dennis Waterman. Yeah, he's no Dennis Waterman, I'll tell you something. It's not... They have proper dialogue and all. So yeah. silly, it's very hard well, to follow. What a waste of time. <laughs> i got to say... 52? Not bad, 55. Oh, okay. 55. I'm a, I'm a bit all over the place there. I started too high, I enjoyed myself. I'm still glad you did it, though. Yeah. I feel so much better. I've yeah. never enjoyed being wrong so much as was I'm Exactly, painting. I told you everybody's a winner. In fact, Asha, what the hell? Come on, I mean, you know, the least we could do. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. Complain all you like, we love it. <laughs> This is better than any birthday. Isn't it? Isn't it? If you want to change the situation. It's the only song we can actually sing properly. It is. Right people, right time, just the wrong location. I have to stay well away from the mic. I've got a good idea. Just you keep me near. I'll be so good for you. Be so good. Hey, Jim. <laughs> and now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boiling Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Thank you kindly, Tara. How are you this morning? I have a bit of a conundrum. A conundrum? Oh, oh, I do. I'll tell you something, you're talking to the right people. I have a friend, right, this lad I know, PJ Gallagher, right? <laughs> Literally, i tell you something, Mensa, Mensa, they've been begging him to join for years. Okay. He's, he's, that, he's that clever. This man could sort out anything for you. Okay, excellent. Can I have another way of saying skid marks then, please? Skid marks? Yeah. All right. Skid marks? Yeah. Why, have you had an accident? No, I haven't. Did something happen? No. Is there anyone you want to tell us about? Tiger Woods had an accident. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, very nasty. Uh, A very nasty accident. They had to use the jaws of death to like... To get him out, him from the car. And that's that's shocking as well because like, didn't he just have his back operation to try and get him right to get back to playing golf or whatever? surgery, yeah. My God. Uh, but yeah, I, I have to find because I, I could say skid marks right in the script. Yeah, I mean, but I let's could face it. it, you're a dirty young one, and you're, you're still you're thinking <laughs> bad thoughts every time you say skid marks. Isn't that what's going on? Trying not to Let's laugh. See. I'm just glad you saw me, Tiger Woods, because earlier on, Tara came into my studio here, like you know, traveling, <laughs> and just before she came in, I farted, and I was there. Oh my god! <gasps> you you never she, told me that. You, don't, you thought she I was going to bring that up on air. I thought that that's where we were going. I'm yeah, glad I didn't bring it up. She was going to say the conundrum was. <laughs> How do I tell PJ he's got skid marks? Yeah, but, I, but I'm glad nobody brought that up, thank God. Yeah, for that. good yeah. job nobody mentioned that. That could have been really embarrassing for your man. She away to me. I didn't hear much of what you said because I was going, oh my God. Oh my God. You didn't hear what I in. said, but yet you denied yeah. what, I, what I accused you of. Oh yeah, I definitely didn't do that. No, I did something didn't. far worse, yeah. yeah. Right. You just happened to fart in my company. <laughs> oh my God. No, it was, and it was just a before sil- your company. It was a silent one, was it? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. Oh, it was just that she wasn't there. I went and she opened the door and I went, oh God. Yeah. That's what happened. I was like, I didn't think anyone was going to come in. I thought I was in safety. And you then know? all of a sudden you thought, oh my God, this room is being monitored. It's like it's bugged. Can, can whenever, I, whenever I let one go, somebody, was that you? <laughs> can we go back to Tiger Woods, please? <laughs> this is very embarrassing. Yeah, right. So we're not talking about PJ skid marks. We're talking about I you having to use the word skid marks. Skid marks in a script. I cannot think of, I'm quite good at coming up with alternatives for words, you know. Right. Part of my job. I cannot think of an alternate word for skin marks. Right. I don't know, yeah. So if anybody out there can help, and bear in mind, please. What about just what about just marks? Marks on the road. Mark, there was no marks on the road. Tire tra- tire marks no, on tire. the road. Tire marks. Tire marks on tire the road. Tire marks, maybe, yeah. Mm. Okay, conundrum over. It sounds now, a bit like back your... to PJ farting, please. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Right, okay. So from tire marks on the road, back to skid marks with PJ. So when did this happen, PJ? How have I beaten Tiger Woods into the headlines with, with yeah. a Something Actually, I thought was a private affair. There is that. You could always drop the Tiger Woods story. I mean, hopefully he's he's going to be okay and, and everything. Run one about PJ and just, we'll run one about uh, earlier this morning. Uh, well-known comedian PJ Gallagher. Gallagher. Would you give me an eyewitness account, Jim? I certainly will not. This is public. my God. I mean, that's above and beyond any call of duty. This that is, is worse than being in tabloid press now. We replicate it. Hoodie and the Blowfish only want to be with you and one of Mike's favourite love songs, Luca. Just ahead of that. That's the one. Suzanne yeah. Vega. <laughs> Somebody actually texted in when we were playing that. 
Uh, let's see if I can tell you who this is. This is um, Paul text in. Said, lads, tell Mike a bit early for the love songs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll listen. Tell you with this show, you get you do something once. It really oh, is that it. Like this, you sh- never shake it. This show is like a small village. It's like a small rural village. You do something once here, and that's it. You're, oh, you're, you're tagged with it for, for life. The rest of your life, it keeps coming around to you. Listen, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, and all the WhatsApps as well. Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Tara got a huge response. I'll let her go through them herself on WhatsApp. A huge response with people making suggestions as to alternative uh, words that she could use as opposed to having to, say, having to say skid marks in her story in relation to Tiger Woods or whatever. Yes. Uh, so lots of lots of really good stuff. Did you was get it, stuff, yeah? There was lots of very good stuff. And then there was a few people who, you know, I don't know if they quite entered into the newsiness of it all. I mean, for example, Dan and Cork suggested uh, instead of using skid marks that she use shrapnel marks for farty arse Gallagher. <laughs> that is... Absolutely outrageous now, isn't it? And Jim is literally bent over laughing at that now. That is outrageous. Oh my god, man. I tell you something. Shrapnel marks for farty arse, Gallagher. Imagine using that in a story about Tiger Woods. <laughs> for the love of God. Oh. Uh, somebody else no. somebody else has suggested that they just be known forevermore as PJs. So that if you had an accident in your pants, that you just say, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I have a nasty set of PJs in my underpants. Tell you, you know the way I just said this place is like a rural village? Sometimes you actually don't even have to do something and you get a name for the rest of your life. Ah, oh, it's extraordinary. That was, that was Daddy Cool suggested that. Was it Daddy Cool? Imagine that skid marks were forever known as PJs. You want to see it? The lad must never wash it. You don't see the state of the set of PJs and his jocks. They were ridiculous looking. Please, dear God, <laughs> don't let this be a thing. Oh, please. For the love it's of just, all that's holy, don't let this be a thing. It's just, you know, because of your sort of weird ob- obsession with underpants. And I don't have an obsession with <laughs> underpants. This keeps coming around. Well, yeah, well, other people's obsession about underpants and you. Or something. I Actually, don't know. Jim, today is a very important day for me. Is it? Yeah. Are you getting new set? No, the um, self-cleaning <laughs> underpants. I am getting a new set. I beg your pardon. I released today in Minnesota. Oh I'm my god! Try get myself, uh, my, uh, my hands on a pair. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. So literally, this could be the last time you ever buy underpants. So there'll be no PJs and my crackers. I mean, that's. <laughs> <a bit. laughs> oh. oh, by the way, uh, fantastic response to us playing uh, the Minder theme for Dennis Waterman's birthday today. Dennis Waterman, 76 today. And uh, loads of people absolutely loving it. Loads of people lashed yeah, on. That was great crack. They, basically, the they lashed up the volume and sang along, which is exactly what we wanted people to do. It was brilliant. Uh, let me see who this is now. Uh, somebody who drives, has a big long drive, actually, Pat. Pat says, uh, what a way to start my journey to work. Hop in the van and sing the Minder song. <laughs> it's the way, isn't it? <sighs> Travelling from Clare to Port Leash every Monday to Friday. And he was singing his heart out. And I tell you, there's a brilliant one here as well, right? <laughs> Let's see if I can find this right. Um, there was somebody. Oh, here it is. Is this? Is it James? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Hi guys, uh, James, the taxi driver here. Uh, when you played that song by Dennis Waterman, I burst into song after hiring the volume up, and I totally forgot. I had a passenger in the back. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> That, that's brilliant. I mean, that's a taxi I want to be in. That's amazing. Somebody just going to work, probably in a, a desperate form. I <laughs> bet you. Taxi driver belting out the mind. If you want to change the situation. I bet you gave him a big tip and everything. I don't know. Cheering him up. It says here, I don't think he was too impressed with my singing. Uh, well, he's obviously a but, he's poor spirit, But James. was he impressed by your enthusiasm, James? That's Absolutely. the most important part. Come here, do you know what I just thought about as well? Um, Magic Mike had said to me the other day that... Um, we should do you know the way this this thing at the moment because of what's happened with Zoom okay oh yeah there's this thing that everybody suddenly seems kind of like accessible I don't yeah. know why like once upon like all these celebrities who didn't sort of you know they had no reason to do interviews or they didn't bother all of a sudden they it's like they want to talk it's like they're bored as well yeah and so all of a sudden all these uh, celebrities around the world are all sort of like on Zoom calls to people for no particular reason you know, they're just kind of cropping up. Have you see, noticed that? I, I don't know. I, I see, I haven't really been using social media that much, so yeah. I'm probably missing it a little bit. But but just, I, and, and Mike was asking, like, was there any sort of celebrities that, you know, we should try and get on the show? Like, oh, while it's all happening. Oh, yeah. I, I just realised, we should try for Dennis Waterman, man. We should try and get him. We, we should, should try and get Dennis Waterman and let him know how much 
he is our hero. How uh, yeah, yeah, much he's we sort of provided his us music. with a, Yeah, exactly. Provided us with a sort of an impromptu theme song. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Right. Uh, that is very good. That, I'm into that. That is that is a good idea. We'll say it to Magic Mike. We'll get him on the case see to track can... down. See, will Dennis Waterman talk to us? Yeah. So that we can tell him how much we have our sh- shrine built to him. And don't even say it to him, but we'll try and rope him into an old chant of the song at the That'd end. Brilliant, and all. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But don't say it to yeah. him. Like, obviously, he'll say we'll... no. We leave most of the singing to him, like. Well, although now he'd be, yeah, yeah run, tell just go on now, I've forgotten the words and all. But it'd be good crack. I'd yeah. be into it, like. Yeah, Magic Mike can ring him up and go, uh, Dennis, Dennis, you won't believe it, there's a breakfast show here, uh, Jim and Farty are scholar. Oh, for the love of God. I can't actually believe this. This is, I can't and actually believe and this. Big, and they're big fans of yours. I mean, you don't say that to him. Imagine. Hey there, do you not think of better things to do when you're talking to a fella on the radio? Is the show actually called Jim and Farty Arse? Journey, don't stop believing. Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Thank you for letting us uh, hang out with you on your Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Of course, no need to do it for the uh, hit bit. It was one yesterday. Damien Farley Finally. gave the cash away. I can't believe it. Do we, do we know yet what the song well, was? Well, I was just going to say, I think what we'll do is we'll wait and we'll catch up with Magic Mike because PJ and myself missed it. Yeah. But uh, Magic Mike, of course, the man who knows all. And uh, I think we'll catch up on him a bit later on this hour and we'll find out. For those, anybody else who like PJ and myself missed it, we'll find out what it was, how the clue ties into it, who it was that won, all that sort of all stuff. All of that. So Damien I think, Jackpot Farrelly, he's a he's, he's always great. giving it away, isn't he's he? He's good at it. He's unbelievable. He's, he's such a, oh, I, I tell you something. I wonder if there's subliminal messages, if he does the whole, you know, I want to, so he just goes Yuri Geller. Before before we play the hit bit, I'm going to focus I don't know. I just hope there's no. So tell you something. If there's a massive box of spuddies arrives at his door, I'll oh, know, you think? Yeah, I know there was a backhander involved. Tell somebody, you. somebody offered him a bribe. Yeah, he'd be easily sold. A for lifetime supply of spuddies, uh, uh, Damien, could be yours. I tell you, that's all I'm saying. Mind you, I think point me in the right direction. Unfortunately, Damien is in. He's he's, he's honest without whether against his will. Because like us, I don't think he even knows what the hit bit was. Probably true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Magic Mike certainly does. Uh, we'll get all the details of the hit bit winner. It was won yesterday. No hit bit to take part in today. We'll find out all the details a bit later on. What Magic Mike, as I say. But in the meantime. PJ Gallagher has uh, spotted a story that's made him feel better about himself. He was feeling that he was letting society down. He was feeling that he was failing to fulfill societal obligations. Turns out he's far from alone, I can tell you. Steady on, Jim. Uh, yeah, no, you're dead right, because I did have... I had a, a, a tiny amount of guilt over it because I got some grief over it last year. Do you remember I got someone for jury duty? Mm. And I, I came in here the next day and went... Oh my God, how am I going to get out of this? And I was all up the walls over it and everything. Yeah. And then there was a few messages and stuff, people saying, oh, your civic duty, you should be honoured that you've been chosen. <laughs> you know, they're the same people who join neighbourhood watch programmes, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was, uh, I got out of it anyway because I sent him a letter saying, um, well, I mean, you, I, so pr- you, I think you would have been rejected anyway because we said at the time, didn't we, the fact that you're a high profile figure it's sort of they don't tend to like that sort of well, they don't, said, they don't tend said, to use those I was people I said no one's going to take me seriously I said I, I, you know I wrote in the I, my own little letter saying I, like, people know who I am and I, I'm known for not being a serious individual and I think I'd be a distraction if, in, in yeah. the and then I got a letter from Andy Bad News to say oh, he's a distraction in here never mind the courtroom <laughs> and <laughs> it's not exactly yeah. what he said but. Yeah. I, would, I mean nobody nobody in here pays any attention to him I really don't think he should let him decide something really important yeah yeah he's not even allowed to touch the button so you're not going to put someone else's life in his hands for the love of God so <sighs> I sent that in and I was excused right and I thought that's the rarity but it turns out as a, from a story from yesterday says only about one in ten people only do it that get summoned. One in ten that wow. get called for jury duty actually attend court. That people are mad to get out of it. So figures released by the court service show that forty nine thousand two hundred and seventy or sixty nine, if you exclude me, uh, were asked to do it last year. No, I've, I've been asked three times. You have? Yeah, three times. Wow. I got out of them all the times. The first, the best one was when I got out. I was going to get married, so it was it was genuine. I yeah. tried to put all my stuff. I was like, "Look, I'm not going to be in the country. I, I'm going to get married." Yeah. And, it, and your woman started laughing and says, "Look, it's grand." Yeah, you're taking it to extremes now. You could have just yeah. said you weren't well. But there's she, no need to do a whole fake marriage thing about it. But I was in. I, I went into the high court and all, you know. Yeah. Because I panicked and got on my bike and I didn't get a letter and I drove in and says, "Listen, this, I had the thing on me phone. Now, please, please don't let me do this." You know. <laughs> and she was there. 
grand and there was a fella next to me now. I mean the, the irony is there's probably a, a few lads out there who are thinking God wish jury duty had to come up to save me getting married <laughs> might have saved me and me ex-missus a lot about it but look uh, uh, this fella next to me he was he, now to get in here you have to go through a metal detector right Right. and you go through it's a, it's a you know and it was very busy you have to go through the crowds up a staircase it was quite narrow you have to do in this waiting room for the jury room it's a very small room it's about the size of the room I'm in now yeah you're in there with maybe it was about five or six people in the waiting room at the time right and then he was standing next to me and she goes why can't you do it he says I, I can't I'm claustrophobic he says <laughs> and she was you're claustrophobic and he goes, I'm claustrophobic. I wouldn't be able to handle being in a room like that. We were in a room, I swear to God. Yeah, in a room the size of a, a small toilet. And she just goes, you're all right here, though, are you? And he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm semi-comfortable, he goes. It was like, right. <laughs> I don't know whether he got over it or not, but you could see the woman looking at me going, raising her eyes going. Oh, my God. You know, and come here, what, what, is the, what is the main reason that people, do they cite a reason as to why most people don't want to do it? Is it fear? Are they afraid of being involved in something what? that's like a, you know, you know, and cares. Are they fearful of retribution, or are they fearful of like what is it that makes people not want to do it? Well, we don't really know because there's so many there's so many excuses that vary all over the place. Sometimes people get called for jury duty and they're just not alive anymore. Like genuinely, yeah. so, so I yeah, think, feeble excuse that. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, you have time. Or oh, the old you pulled the old fake death thing, yeah. have you? Time to go to your own funeral, but you can't run over jury service. I think so. There's another fellow said he, he was a, a, a. This is years ago, and a guy I know said he couldn't go because he had to walk his dog. <laughs> yeah, said so he can't. I walk my dog at eleven o'clock every day. Oh boy! Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, you yeah. walk your dog, and he's there. Yeah. Have the Have the jury reached a verdict? Uh, not not just yet, Your Honour. We're waiting on one other lad. He's just finishing walking his dog. Yeah. The thing is, he thought that was totally reasonable. He lives in a house with four other people. And he said he had to walk <laughs> Do you dog. seriously expect this dog to go without exercise just so you can decide whether this lad embezzled 70 million quid? Ridiculous. Yeah. Get your priorities straight. It's not even a serious case. It wasn't my money. <laughs> uh, but as, uh, a lot of them are returned to centre. A lot of people are just no-shows. They just don't turn up at all. They don't respond. And do you know, is there no penalty for us? Like, do you, you don't get fined or threatened I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really go into anything. it in the story I'm reading. It doesn't give us too much of the details of what happens when that yeah, happens. We should put it out there, actually. If any, I mean, if anybody knows, like, what is the main? Is it just inconvenience, is it? Is it just inconvenience of having to show up that people don't like? Or are they? Are people fearful of, like, what the case might be? Oh, and, yeah, that's what's uh, that's my thing. I have enough going on in my life. I have, I, I have things that I'm terrified of. The last thing I need is... You know, a mortar or something coming in. I'd be all the anxiety and all of yeah. you. Oh, Especially you being such a recognisable face. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? If the, the lad who was being accused of all these horrendous crimes was looking over at you and going, that's your man off the telly. Imagine the jury Ooh. will remain anonymous and your man go, that's you, Jake Stevens. Look. <laughs> he said, you, you know what's going to happen to you later? You sitting there with a balaclava on. Uh, just refer to me as Jura number nine. And they'd be like, I know that voice. That's either PJ or Jim. I'd be like, it's Jim. It's Jim. Oh my, my name is Jim McCabe. <laughs> I live in the mountains. Scope the mountains. It'd be just your look. You'd you'd be thinking, right? I know what I'll do. I'll go in in disguise and I'll disguise my voice and everything. In fact, I know what I'll do. I'll go in as a woman. They'll never know it's me. Yeah. And, oh, I <laughs> tell you something. I think he's guilty. Yeah. I'd get him over here and I'd give him. Has the jury reached a verdict? We have. And we think he's a he's a dishy little criminal. Oh, what I wouldn't do for five minutes in a cell, R- what wriggling I'll his chains. Oh, I'd love to see him in handcuffs. Guilty or not? Guilty? Oh, that that is the kind of that's the kind of sentence that's inhumane. <laughs> Simply read, something got me started here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Happy hump day to you. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. And all the WhatsApps as well. 087 few things in off the back of the old jury duty. Uh, a few people just said, a couple of people said it's just a bit of a pain in the, in the hoopla. Oh, yeah. Having to rock up every day. Regardless of whether you get picked, you know you have that sort of two week stint, and you might, and you and whatever. you may or you may not. You stand and they, up, and someone goes objection, and you're like, "What's wrong with me, John? My hair is it?" <laughs> Somebody says, um, "You know, you don't even get your bus fare. Do you not get any expenses or anything? No." Do you not? I always I assumed know. you got something. No. I... Um, a few people, and you know, somebody said, <laughs> Paddy said he got Elvis. He got Elvis because he rocks up to the court. <laughs> and some lad said to him, Ah, oh, Jay, Paddy, how's it going? And your man was in handcuffs. He was the accused. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he he was immediately ruled out. He'd gone to school with him. He was in oh, his class. That's brilliant. Oh, he was the crack you. Oh, not too bad. Yeah, I'm here to judge you. No, you're not. Out, both of you. Out. Get out the periods. Oh, oh, that's brilliant. That and brilliant. somebody's been called like three times. Uh, and like actually served kind of three times and, and loves it. They but, love it. Yeah, loved it as this in. Thought, the other thing, thought it was it? great crack. Mind you, they did say that the other the, the downside of it is that you realise when you're on a jury, right, that like these are the people who are deciding, you know, people's futures. Yeah. And he said it's absolutely scary. It would make you think, oh my god, I hope I never get into trouble. Because he said the amount of people who were like, ah, look, just find him guilty. We get home early. Yeah, I'm and going, all this was yeah. going on. You know what I mean? You'd be and there. he's like, oh my God. I ordered the Just Eat. Like, I want to be there when it arrives. <laughs> Is this love? Bob Marley here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, the reveal of the hit bit on the way. It was one last night with Damien Ferry. Magic Mike's going to be here in the next few minutes uh, to tell us all. But in the meantime, two of our favourite things have come together, PJ. They have. Football and coffee. You'd it never think it. Sounds bizarre, but nonetheless, how did it happen? Well, this, there's a League Two club. We've spoken about them on this show quite a few times, actually. Forest Green Rovers. Oh, the, the vegetarians, the vegans. They're, the ve- they're a carbon neutral club and they're all vegan. It's a vegan sort Yeah, but of I club. thought the last time we spoke about them, they were all vegan, but they were caught having burgers or something. Yeah, they were caught, yeah. <laughs> Remember, they, they t- at an away game, they stopped off on a chipper and someone got a picture of the, of the team bus and they were all eating burgers and everything. Yeah, because it's very, you know, it's yeah. one thing having club ethos. Players. But that's the thing. Like, I mean, they're like, right, I'm a vegan now. I mean, we'll the, see about that. The club set it up as a, as a you know, obviously, it's the, exactly. as you say, club philosophy and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. it just, doesn't necessarily mean that when they're picking players in terms of the players' abilities, that they insist... I mean, no. obviously, the, pl- the, cl- the players are meant to behave in a certain way. They ask them to, yeah. <laughs> and they definitely say, look, at least when you're in the club bus or the club gear, yeah. please don't be walking around eating a battered sausage, which is exactly <laughs> what they did. Uh, but they have been named by FIFA as the greenest team in the world, right? Right. Uh, and this is a badge they wear kind of proud, like proudly, very much, very proudly. They've got all these credentials. They have their vegan menu at the grounds, you know, solar panel, panels with electric charging points and all. And now they've got this new line Lime green and black ti- tiger sort of print in lime green and black. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, their new shirt, and it's made from coffee beans. Oh my God. Yeah, it's made from coffee beans. So the proceeds from the kit will be split between Gloucestershire, NHS, and some charity called One Tree Planted, which I guess is about planting trees. <laughs> um, I, th- I tell you, fair play to you. You went out on a limb there, but I think you're probably I right. I think I might be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. One Tree Planted. One tr- what do they do? I don't know for sure, but I think they might plant trees. I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling it's got something to do with shrubbery of some description. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, so they, and of course they've released a really cheesy statement with it. That's what I, I never know why they have to do that. So their club chairman is like, it's time football wakes up and smells the coffee. Oh my God. He goes, it's an old cliche, but we're here to grind out the results. <laughs> You're like, oh, for God's sake. Uh, this guy, I think he probably spent ages thinking, uh, practicing in front of the mirror now. Oh, this will kill them. They love this. I while you hear this I got some great lines in this and they'd be like would you not just get to the point and you know cheer or do it with a smile on your face and say <laughs> it's gas and it's also a bit of crack and all no no I have a gra- I've been working on a series of <laughs> incidental puns that I can stick in a serious press conference get out of it uh, like fair play to them and all yeah uh, I, like, so I'm, does it does it like have a scent does it smell like oh that'd be amazing that'd be a great tactic as well wouldn't it for you know the opposing team having this lovely smell of coffee there oh that'd be so distracting wouldn't it be it would be exactly there and then if it rained any sort of warm rain (laughs) going around licking the jersey you're trying to get a sniff your man they smell lovely it's very hard to play against them they smell absolutely what's he doing I think he's sifting his shorts what sort of a who's he there's a smell of coffee off him that's striker Java is that his name (laughs) He's something else, that lad. And you'd also yeah. wonder, what are the you know, chances? Oh, like? I'll tell you something. The way those, the way those front three they blend, it's extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, yeah. I think that, I think, I think your man out there, right? I think he might be, I think he might be Colombian, and the guy on the other wing. <laughs> This is, we're doing now exactly what we were slagging. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's typical of And us. the thing is, it's actually great crack to do it. <laughs> I always wonder as well, with the Forest Green Rovers, like what? They're such a friendly club and all. Like, yeah. What are their chants like, you know? Because most football teams, it's like intimidating the other fans and you chant, you know. Yeah. You know, whatever. Like, what do they be chanting? 
Welcome to the grounds. We hope you like the coffee. Vegan sausage rolls are available for four two. Yeah, four four two. Oh, what, what a magnificent formation! Four four two. Every year, how much your sausage rolls? Four four two. Yeah. Uh, Watch your head. The stairs is lower than you think. Yeah. We hate for anyone to be hurt here. Yeah. You'd never get intimidated. Was like, uh, we mean no harm to anyone. Yeah, yeah. We mean no harm to anyone. <laughs> I know. It's like, there's a free gift for all of you <laughs> as you leave the stadium. There's a free gift for all of you. Like, you know, they like to play against. Yeah. No, know. that is extraordinary. It yeah. is extraordinary. I love Do it. Do you like tofu? <laughs> Do you like tofu? You'd have to wonder. I, like, it's a thing I really want to experience is going to a forest green That is a brilliant game. one. Somebody wants to know. <laughs> Somebody wants to know: Is the home is the home is their home place called the coffee ground? Oh my god, that's uh, is... that is fantastic! It just keeps, and they want to know, like when the when the players do in- interviews, are they unfiltered? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, this, this I think I think we're going to have to adopt this team. I man. think we have to forget all this Premiership rubbish. Let's just let's get on. What t- league do they even play Division in? Division two, League two. Sorry, yeah, League two <sighs> club. Forest Green. Is Forest that what Green called? Rovers. They're my new FIFA team because everything about these lads just seems so friendly and welcoming. I mean, Grant, I'd love a sausage. You have to sneak a sausage roll into the ground in your pocket. But outside of that, it all seems to be going very well, doesn't it? You yeah, know, that's extraordinary. You're playing them now. Imagine driving them. You'd be there going up and you, you smell like an old tea bag if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with the idea of you smuggling a sausage in, but I get, I get the idea. Get yeah, the we idea. All, yeah, we all have needs and wants. Ireland's classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit But what hit is it? Hit bit! Uh, the hit bit! It's not worth anything today. It's gone. It's been won. It's been taken away from us. Absolutely. Uh, it was one last night, actually. Uh, Damien Farrelly gave the money away. And now PJ himself, I have to confess, we missed it completely. Completely we just missed kind of it. found out about it late on. But the man who knows all, Magic Mike, is, uh, is with us. Michael, morning to you, sir. Good morning on this amazing day that the hit bit has gone, lads. Wow. I tell you, so it's, I'm, I'm <laughs> delighted it's gone. Obviously, everybody wishes it had gone on a double money Monday so of that somebody course. could have scooped big cash. But still, it was big cash. How much was it in the end that it went for, Michael? So it was rounded up to €1,100, which is a nice chunk of change. Lovely. Nice. Uh, yeah, it is a very nice chunk of change. And who was the lucky recipient? Uh, so Neve from Ring's End was the lucky recipient and uh, she was at the Ear Hospital uh, waiting on her daughter to come out of an appointment and Damien rang her and she guessed correctly that it was. Shall I reveal what it was? No, I'll tell you what, we're going to actually get the... I think I have a little bit of how the actual call went. Okay. So for those like PJ and myself, in fairness, who missed out on us, here's what happened. Hi Neve, how are you? Hi Damien, how are you? I am superb. You sound like a woman on the move. I'm actually sitting outside the Iron Air Hospital waiting on my daughter to come out. She's oh. getting a checkup. Oh, really? Everything okay with her, is it? Oh, yeah, just, you know, yes, I was checkup. You reckon you know what this is? What do you think? I think it's madness, baggy trousers. Have you been thinking it's this for a little bit? It's only came to me this morning. So, Neve Byrne, from Rings End in Dublin, yeah. you reckon it's baggy trousers from madness? Yeah. I've news for you, Neve. It is! Oh my god! Neve Byrne from Rings End in Dublin. There you are, waiting for your daughter outside the Iron Ear. You're just having a go. Classic hits. It's the classic hit bit. You've just won the classic hit bit. It is madness. Baggy trousers. Oh my god. I'm delighted. I am so happy for you. I am so. Wait till you tell your daughter when she comes out. I won't be telling. I did only once. <laughs> Excellent stuff. There you go. That's how it went down last night. So it was baggy trousers, Michael. So baggy I trousers. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised actually the PJ didn't get I'm this. Just, yeah. That's I'm one of your favourites. I'm it? absolutely sick that I've been listening to a little madness bit all this time and I've never had even the smallest inkling that that's what it was. You've a, you've a, a big. You're like you're a proper I madness love fan. Madness. Yeah, absolutely love madness. Right, and so that 
was baggy trousers. There you, you know? go. And of course, I suppose a big then, the clue then is fairly obvious, Michael. Yeah, big as in big and baggy and all that. Yeah, big and baggy trousers. I wasn't too sure what the response to that was going to be. I kind of thought people might think it was too cryptic. There was a few people giving out in the text, but most people, I think, are okay ah, with it. Yeah, I think that's oh, that I sort of fits. We play it fairly regular. There's no it's getting well, away yeah, from that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Right, so well done. So it was Neve Byrne, yeah? Neve Byrne in Rings End in Dublin, yeah. Excellent. 1,100 quid for identifying that as baggy trousers from Madness. Coolabula, right, so that's it. The hit bit has been won. Thank you, Michael. Uh, I suppose we should have a little bit of baggy trousers then, should we, in, in, in its honour? I think so. And now we have to think of what the next competition's going to be. Guess the circumference of my head. I think that would be a good one. In millimetres. Wow. That's a toughie, though, to be fair. Mm. Definitely. Your ears included. That's what it's called. West End Girls from Pet Shop Boys here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you so much for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. Breakfast table quiz on the way this hour. That 500 euro voucher for Specsavers Stillorgan up for grabs. 12 is the score to beat. Uh, that's on the way before 9 o'clock. And actually, speaking of breakfast tables, of course, this time in the morning, 10 past 8-ish, uh, traditionally a big breakfast time Lots of people could be sitting down Well maybe not at the moment Okay in fairness The world's a bit upside down And times are a bit and Days are a bit upside <laughs> down but, truth. but you know Traditionally It would have been a classic breakfast time You could be sitting down To whatever breakfast is for you Whether you're into your toast Or you're into your you know, If lucky enough to get a dirty big full Irish oh. Or you know Whether you're a cereal person Or whatever But whatever it is I'll Tell you something you could be wrong. You could have been missing out on a treat all of this time. You could have been missing out on a treat. You could be sitting down now looking at a big 13-inch pizza thinking, well, thank oh. God, isn't this beautiful breakfast food? And thank God it's not cereal. Uh, believe it or not, so a nutritionist called Chelsea Armour has come out with um, what I think is the best news I've ever heard. She's saying, okay, pizza not exactly the healthiest thing you can eat for breakfast. Fair enough. But she says, when you look at pizza, right, it's underestimated compared to, like, the likes of, of breakfast cereal. Right. So, uh, pizza does fill you considerably. It does have protein. It tends to have a lot of protein on it. Certainly the ones you and I eat. They certainly do. There's more protein in one pizza than there is in a whole pig, the way you and me eat them, in fairness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, they tend to have a lot of protein. And, I mean, for those weirdos that we spoke about in the past who like putting fruit on them, I mean, technically, there's probably vitamins in there somewhere. Imagine putting fruit in a place where there's room for the sausage. I don't understand, Jim. Some, Some people, people's priorities are very strange. Baffle and bewilder <laughs> me with their decisions in life, I have to say. So you got protein. Yeah. You've got a fi- it definitely fills you, right? Right. Uh, and then you've got the veg. Well, yeah. okay, it's technically fruit being a tomato, but you know what I mean. But you've got it. It's there, right? It's there uh, in and sauce variety. Yeah, so um, and like, like I said before, you're not going to go hungry when you eat pizza in the morning, right? Mm. So why you, is that you, better than cereal? You might doze off, in fairness. In Sometimes fairness. it can be a bit of a carb overload. Oh, and that's the thing with the car- You get the carbohydrates, all the energy you need to get through the day after you have a slump <laughs> and a snooze for probably two hours. <laughs> And then you look at cereal. Cereal really doesn't fill you. You need to eat quite soon after you eat a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Consider when you think about... Uh, a lot of it quite high in sugar. Very high in sugar. Cereal is basically... They say with a lot of cereal, you may as well be eating the box mm. as eating a lot of the other cereals when it comes to nutritional value. So this... Um, nutritionist uh, Chelsea Armour is saying you're instead of uh, having a bowl of cereal don't feel bad by just having a slice of pizza instead on your way out the door wow well Chelsea why not eat the whole pizza is what I say <laughs> I mean in fairness if you're going to get through the box of cereal regardless at some stage you may as well get through the entire pizza That's it's great mad. news though isn't it for the likes of yourself and myself who are always looking for breakfast loopholes let's be honest yeah. we love a breakfast loophole right especially always- one that involves the opportunity for meat yeah when Andy Bad News used to bring us in, the old odd, the odd McDonald's man, yeah, and, oh. and they always tasted so much better because he'd get them for you and me, and, he and bought nobody them. else, yeah. and he bought them. <laughs> and so not only did he buy them, did we have them, but the fact that we know that all the other shows are coming on, there's somebody at McDonald's, who at McDonald's? And there's no, an awful smell in the studio of, of, yeah. of McDonald's or something. Those two after, how did they get McMuffins? Uh, our boss got them for us because we're the special boys. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's a, we, we love a breakfast loophole like that. Yeah. Pizza. Know. I mean, to be fair, isn't there like there is breakfast pizzas, isn't there? I mean, I've heard there that is, yeah. as referenced before. There so is. you can have like sausage and bacon and get a sausage probably bacon. probably bits of egg bits and of all egg sorts. and all that. So you can get a breakfast pizza. And isn't this the great oh thing God, about? Oh my God, that sounds so good now, doesn't it? 
doesn't. It's basically a breakfast. Why do, why do where you pizza get to places? eat the plate? You get to eat the plate, Jim. Correct. Save on the washing up. One yeah. of your pet peeves. Oh yeah. I mean that's a great idea. Why didn't somebody? How? Why aren't pizza places open for breakfast? I don't know. I've never understood it. Like, they're open, and they're always the last place to close. I used to love living in Dunleer, you know. You'd be there going, it's Christmas Day, and it's three o'clock in the morning. You'll never get takeout. You will, you know. The pizza places are always open. Yeah. But then when you want breakfast, they're never open. That's, yeah. I think we found so, an, an opportunity here. I think we need to start pushing for pizza places to be open. You could do all sorts of breakfast pizza varieties. Oh, really, you really could. I'd put cereal in all of it. I'd put cereal <laughs> all on. Yeah, I would. I'd be one slice with cereal. You know what I mean? Just one slice of cereal on it, and I'll be like, right there. You go. That's the you know. That's breaking the. That's brilliant. Thing. That's that's a, such a PJ Gallagher approach, right? So what you're saying is that pizza is better than cereal. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, PJ. Okay, great. What about if I eat both of them? <laughs> well, I just... What if I have my cereal first as a sort of a starter, and then have my pizza? Would that be okay? Well, no, because that would be just the, the the worst of two worlds. Yeah, I know you're saying that, but... I, yeah, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but you're not hearing what I'm saying. You know, what I would love is a pizza like this, right? This is yeah. like my dream, dream pizza, right? It's a, it's a four-course meal, right? Okay. So you've got one slice has the starter stuff on it, right? So breakfast, maybe, like... Well, like you have those, you know those pizzas, Four Seasons? No, what are they now? Yeah, have you ever heard of uh, Four Seasons? So it's literally That's four different... Hotel, <laughs> it's four different quarters. You know what I mean? So you can have four different sort of pizza, A quarter of four different pizzas. Toppings wise So you'd have like Cereal on one And a bit of like <laughs> Nobody puts Cereal on a pizza Says your man Who puts melon on a pizza I mean, It was that... a mistake It was a <laughs> I meant to say pineapple Well Anyway I say, you'd So have you could cereal have Cereal on one right, right okay And you have that And then you go Right what would I have next And you'd have your Sausage and bacon slice Right Right And then you say Right I'm going to have My lunch slice now Which has chicken and spinach Or you know Whatever has been that Right and then you have the last slice and there's like there's like chocolate and all melted over it's your dessert, dessert slice dessert slice yeah I'd love that the four course pizza all in one get you through your day box I think I would love that it would have to be like 30 it doesn't, inches it doesn't exactly roll off the tongue as a marketing slogan the, what was it called again the four course pizza all in one get you through the day box <laughs> I don't know why you don't think that actually yeah to be fair there is a bit of a ring to that yeah yeah, yeah I like it I do like where you're going with it you know, maybe maybe there's no slice for the last one, and it's just a, a cheesecake has been inserted perfectly into that triangle. Yeah, now you're for talking. Your dessert, yeah. Now you're talking. You see, now yeah. I think I think I'm a pizza genius. I think I'm a pizza genius. I'm at my most creative. Yeah, I've written shows and I've written plays. And I come in here today. We write a few jokes. We sit down. We let we shoot the beandering. You know, we get all those <laughs> things. Quite creative people. But I think my most creative is when I'm imagining pizza toppings, lying there at night thinking. Porridge on a pizza. I must try that tomorrow. <laughs> Run it past that nutritionist. Old Chelsea. Chelsea. Wow. I wonder what you'll make of my next Although, creation. to be honest with you, I go back to our original point. If there's space on a pizza, you should be filling it with meat, for yeah, God's just sake. Sausage. Yeah, forget everything I said. <laughs> sausage and nothing else. Eagle Eye Cherry saved tonight here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Somebody's uh, text in. Let me just see who this person is. Uh, Jamie's just WhatsApped in to wants to know... Do you ever stop talking about pizza? Don't even understand that text. Don't even oh, know yeah. what that is. I mean, is that it's like, in, it's like it's in a different language or something? As in, like, not like. Well, I suppose if we're very sick, maybe we do. Like once every couple of years, maybe we we don't. But yeah. not, not a lot. No, no. Uh, why, why would why would you stop talking about? Pizza? That's ridiculous. The day you say no to pizza is the day you say no to life, my friend. That's what it is. That's, That's the way what we it look is. At it. Uh, yeah, it's just some of the reaction to the old uh, the idea of a breakfast pizza or the idea that, well, I mean, th- look, the basis of this nutritionist's sort of story was that she was basically saying, look, if it, if, if it was a choice, you'd be better off making the choice for pe- of pizza for breakfast rather than cereal. Yeah. There's more nutritional value wrapped up in a pizza Dinner. for all of its woes than there is in a cereal. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're saying. They're not saying it is the most healthy yeah. breakfast choice, but that's not the way we decided to read it. Um, so, of course. Never let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> uh, Linda's been on to say, is a breakfast roll not technically... You know, if you have ketchup on your breakfast roll and put a bit of melted cheese on it, is that not technically a breakfast pizza? Oh, you totally agree with you. It's a round... It's a it's a cylindrical pizza. Is yeah, exactly it's, like it is. A, it's kind of like a calzone it is. Type thing. It's the Irish calzone. Oh my God, what a brilliant description for a, a breakfast roll. The well, Irish I think calzone. You know, we should probably, though, I think before we jump in there, we should probably test it. Yeah. 
I don't know where you are, Linda, but if you if you want to get a couple of breakfast rolls into myself and PJ, we're right here, very easy to find. You can put some ketchup and melted cheese on it if you must. Give us your number there. We send you a Google um, <laughs> location. You can just hit the GPS all the way. Absolutely, and sort it out. Somebody's now. People are getting weird now. Look at that. A Weetabix with warm baked beans pizza. Now you're talking. Oh, somebody James says. On a pizza. Um, I say I like both of them. To be honest, <laughs> you did actually. I did really like the baked beans on the pizza. On the and you didn't even I have did. the baked. Be- or you didn't even have the Weetabix buttered, which apparently is the thing. I know. I'm gonna do it. I genuinely liked it. I genuinely mm. did. Like it was um, enjoyable. Look at this, PJ. How about a beef curry and egg fried rice pizza? Hold on now, this is alerting all my si- my senses at once, so I'm not sure how to take You're it. You're a bit overpowered Beef, by that. Beef, curry and egg, okay. Beef, curry and egg fried rice. Oh yeah, I'd have... Oh, you know, as in pizza. like having a Chinese takeaway on a On pizza. a pizza? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure, that's like Indian food. You know the naan bread? Yeah. You roll it all up. That's, that's yeah. true actually, you do you do end up scooping. If you have I naan do. bread with Indian food, you do end up scooping the rice and the sauce and the... You know, the bits of meat and everything oh, up onto it. When you're not, if you have naan bread and you have that beef curry, if you hand it back and you, you can actually see any sauce or anything, like the plate should be cleaner going back than it was. Absolutely. When the food was served. Otherwise, so. you're just wasting good food. Wasting it. Think of the poor people. Like me and Jim, who, exactly. who would have licked those plates like dogs. <laughs> also, Keith has been on. Oh my God, this is such a, uh, this is such a throwback. See if this does this for you, right? Lads, I've eaten mini pizzas. For breakfast since childhood. Oh, that was young. Do you remember them? I do remember them. And they used, used to, to come them. in their little individually wrapped cellophane yeah, things. Yeah, you had to cut them out. Yeah, oh they my god. They were like God. little mini pizza. Uh, well, that's what they were. That's they were what mini they were pizza. Mini pizzas. You could buy them frozen and lash a couple of them under the I grill. Do, I remember when my ma went off to Medjugorje years ago in the eighties, left me and my dad there, and all I had for the whole two weeks was mini pizzas and chocolate yogurts. Would Did you, life get peas. any better than that? And peas, he put peas next to them. Oh, <laughs> do peas in your yogurt? He told you, uh, children need vegetables. Frozen peas on the pizzas would be grand. Not in the yogurt. The yogurt was a dessert. Oh, oh it was brilliant. God, that Keith, that is such. Uh, that's that such is such a, a memory. God, yeah. they were fantastic. Can you still get them? them? That's a good question. Yeah, can you still well, get them? He's still eating them, isn't he? So because you used to get ones that you could do on the toaster. That's right. I yeah. was never mad about that. I don't know if they ever properly worked. Well, you, know, you had to put the toaster though on its side. <laughs> I always was worried the stuff was going to slip off into the bottom of the toaster. Yeah, you're much better off the ones you could do on the grill. The little ones you could do on the they, grill. Yeah, that was I the mean, way. They were, look, they were probably made of styrofoam. I don't care. They, they were, were delicious. Oh, there was like it was like a mix between um, vegetables and chewing gum. <laughs> breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Now, Specsavers still organ, they are your friendly local opticians and audiologists, and they've given this 500 euro voucher to give to you uh, if you're the winner on the breakfast table quiz this week. If you win it, the voucher can be used towards glasses or contact lenses, even hearing aids, of course. If you're going for the glasses, they've got the uh, two-for-one offer on at the minute on uh, designer glasses, including the likes of uh, Tommy Hilfiger, DKNY, Mark Jacobs, Super Dry, all of that sort of stuff. And, of course, you can use it towards the hearing aids. They start from 750 euro, and there are free hearing tests available at Specsavers in Stalorgan. They are open through all the current restrictions so you can give them a bell or uh, book an appointment online. Absolutely. So uh, 12 is the score that we are going to try and beat today. Look, with a lucky 13, David Power is going to play. How are you, David? Not too bad, lads. How are you getting on? Super, oh. David. Where are you this morning, David? Oh, I'm down across the Sunbury Middleton there at the moment. Okay, right, so. how did you get through all of the rain and stuff? Were you, were you badly affected by it? I got through it in the van. Say again? <laughs> Threw it in the van, he said. <laughs> <laughs> well done, you. Well done, you. That's the way to handle it is exactly right. Okay. Not too bad. Good stuff. Right, well, listen, let's hope you get on well. Let's hope you, you, you plough your way through this as well in the next 60 seconds because if you can get yourself to at least 13, it'll put you yeah. in a good old spot because there's only one day to play then tomorrow, so it's a good one. Pretty much. Oh, it's to, no, I, oh, no, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. Oh no, now I've just realised oh. it's Wednesday and not Thursday You made me think it was oh, Thursday as well so the, did. I've just depressed myself, David David Power's going to have to get through a Wednesday in his van now as well <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, well then, two days to play, sorry about that Right, anyway, listen, 60 seconds on the clock, Are you good to give this a go, David? Yeah, we'll give it a go anyway, we'll see what happens Best yeah. of luck, here we go Crufts features what type of animals? Dogs Which country lies immediately to the west of Sweden? Um, 
Iceland. Norway in language, what term is used to describe a word that sounds like the thing it refers to? Uh, I don't know. Onomatopoeia, which city in central Florida is famous for Walt Disney World? Um, there's Florida. It's Orlando, which branch Orlando. of dentistry deals with straightening the teeth? Oh, I don't know. Orthodontics, according to the popular World War One song, it's a long way to where? Tipperary. Johnny Rotten was the lead singer of what punk band? Johnny Rotten is... Oh, I don't know. The Sex Pistols, what C is the name of the woven cloth artist's paint on? Uh, canvas. In what country is the children's classic The Jungle Book set? A country in... Um, uh, I don't know. It's India. Complete the title of this dire straight song, The Sultans of... Sultans of Sin. Swing. If you were playing Swing. a game of 501 or 301, what game would Dark. you be playing? In which 80s TV series did David Hasselhoff drive a car called Kit? Uh, Night Rider. That's yes, the one. That's the that's one. That's the one. Right. We didn't we didn't quite get there, Dave. <laughs> You're the I, tough run at the start though, yeah. David, to be honest with you. I take the blame. Yeah. I obviously I obviously threw you off there when You're I thought today was Thursday. I thought it was in Thursday. That's it, you see. I'll take I'll take the blame for it all, David. I'll take the blame. That's it, exactly. And you're right too. Blame me for it. Blame me for it. Exactly. Proper order too. Listen, David, thanks a million for being a good sport and playing anyway. Have a cracking day, man. Take care of yourself. I missed that last bit. What was that, David? I don't know where. I, I don't know, know what's happened there. He's got an ogre in the back of the van. He, he must have driven through a tunnel or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a million, David, for having a go. Though we appreciate the absolutely, and it means that uh, of course that score of twelve stays top of the leaderboard. There's Tiffany. I think we're alone now here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Happy Hump Day to you. Although I tell you something. Somebody who's not particularly happy is my uh, learned friend and colleague. Today was meant to be a, a, a well, it was meant to be a red letter day for him. In fairness, it was meant to be uh, he was meant to be making a life changing purchase today, and he's just had you've just had some bad news. I'm devastated. I'm devastated. Last week we did this t- story about self cleaning underpants and how they be will be available for sale on the Herculean website as of the 24th of February today. Well, opening a bit. Oh, it better be. I tell you something. I hope that the Americans you're, haven't you're, di- you're disappointed because they're not there to they're purchase. Not there. I'm just after going onto the website to buy myself cleaning underpants, and they're not there. They're not available yet. Okay, granted, they have socks, anti-smell T-shirts, anti-smell face mask, anti-smell bed sheets. None of these things which need washing, which is a marvel for the for the modern world. The underpants haven't arrived yet. Shocking. I wanted to and prove I mean, to Jim by wearing the same pair of underpants for forever. an entire week that with no problems at all that this was a completely good so, way and as I say this it. it was meant to be a red letter day this was meant to be, like literally a life changing purchase it, it was, this would become the last pair of underpants you would ever buy yeah incredible and they're, and they're not there That's, that is a, that is a letdown I think I might have for to all com- concerned I might have to compensate especially, for getting the socks maybe especially since we did have like quite early in the show we had that situation um, where uh, Tara was um, she was actually talking about a news story this t- Tiger Woods news story and um, she wanted to stop using the term skid marks, right? Because it's, it's sort a of serious ha- story. Well, all, it's yeah. a very serious and story. He was injured in it. Thankfully, he's okay or appears to be responding well and everything is good and he's safe and all that. But, you know, it was a very serious story. She didn't want to be using the word skid marks because yeah. it brought up the wrong connotation. So we were trying to think of a different phrase and somebody did suggest that we just call them PJs. That's <laughs> disgraceful now. I mean, that's disgraceful because it's not as if... I mean, I don't want anyone to start thinking I'm a George person. I wash everything. Yeah. It's just it's very laboured. Yeah. I'm having to I'm, do it all the time. And like PJ was at pains to point out that he didn't want it to catch on that people would constantly refer to those nasty marks in your underpants as as PJs. You know what I mean? And that's that why you had an accident, so selflessly bringing it up for the second <laughs> time this morning. That if you had an accident that you'd say, oh, God, I tell you, it was terrible. You want to see the... He's, it was these big long PJs in his underwear. Oh it was disgusting. God, I can't believe he's doing this to me. I can't believe he's doing this to me. Although, come on, now it wasn't me. Uh, in fairness, it was Dan and Cork who christened you, uh, who said that they should be referred to as shrapnel marks from farty. What was it? I don't farty know. Farty R. Scalaher. Well, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's not only disgusting, it's actually call, it's casting a huge and negative aspersion on me that has never that's, been true. It is true, yeah. It no, is because, not true. Is not true. You were the one who admitted that you. 
broke wind uh, while Tara walked into your studio. No, I want, no, hold on. Now, you see, uh, once again, it's gas, isn't it? He puts all the facts in the wrong order and thinks that he's telling the truth. <laughs> that is not what happened. I believed that I was on my own in the studio this morning. And because it was the time it was, I had a coffee and all, I thought the coast was clear and I released a little bit of gas. And as soon as I went, the door opened and Tara went, can I talk to you about something? I was like, I can't believe this has happened. I can't believe this has happened. She's walked right, right in at the at the worst time. Yeah. Which, come on, is, is a normal thing that happens to everybody. But it, it did become but a... But you per- to start telling everyone to skid, man. You're an it's awful a, no, man. No, I was just saying it was a perfect storm. I didn't say it. It was a suggestion on WhatsApp that we referred to them as PJs going forward. And Dan was the one who ta- who referred to you as... Um, uh, Farty Arse Gallagher. Look at Jim. He's trying to make himself out like he's Gemma Collins. I'm going to call him Jimmy Collins. You know the way she only wears a pair of knickers once? Yesterday she said she only wears the same pair of knickers once in her life and then she takes them off and puts them away in a drawer. Every day. Every, every day. She's a different pair every day. Never every never has day. to work. They're disposable. Yeah. And this is what Jim is trying to make himself out to be. Jimmy Collins over here <laughs> with his disposable undercrackers. <laughs> Wraps himself, just put wraps oh a lot of toilet tissue around his legs and jumps into his trousers <laughs> and calls it underwear every day. Actually, that's, I tell you something now. There is, I wonder, is there a website that sells that? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Disposable underwear. I don't know if there is such a thing. It'd yeah. be very, very handy, like. Yeah, yeah, like I'm surprised it hasn't gone down that route. Like a dispenser in the morning, you just pull it out, like those things in the toilets, you know, you, you pull out the hand dryer, little yokes. Yeah. Pull out one, a little old dispenser. Pull out jump a pair into of pants. Yeah. Jump into Take them off for the day. Yeah. Throw them out in the evening. Take them off, flush them down the toilet. Yeah. And that's it done. I don't, you'd think that that's could be something. That could be a new business idea for you, buddy. Yeah, I know. Could be the way forward. If, if your self cleaning pants don't come to pass. Jim, I either never change my pants or I, or I change them too much. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. You can't be calling me scatterly jocks or whatever you're calling me. I didn't call you that. It was Dan things. in Cork. And then saying... Christened you, um, uh, Farty Ars Gallagher. You just love saying this. Is that all? Grant, thank you. I know where I'm not loved. I tell you something. And I swear to God, if somebody comes... If I'm in the shop today buying me food and someone comes over and goes, all right, skid market out of the way, I'm going to lose me marbles. Life's hard enough without you giving me a nickname like that. I, 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 see Dan and Cork, see what you're doing now. You're acting upset. <laughs> Big movie classic Elton John, of course, from The Lion King. Can you feel the love tonight? And Abba, Mamma Mia, just ahead of that. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy hump day to you folks. Uh, on the way very shortly, we're going to give you details of how you can get your hands on a very, very cool pair of Beats headphones. We'll give you details of that very shortly. But in the meantime... There you go, the strains of one of PJ's most favourite programmes in the background there. Yes, it is. And who'd have thought we'd have an opportunity to bring together various strains of the show today. Of course, it's one of your favourites, Star Trek. It is. We've just been talking about your unique relationship with underpants. And who'd have thought those two things would come together in in an extraordinary story. Space, the final frontier, where people are going and leaving frozen wee wee all over yes, yes indeed it's bizarre isn't it apparently there's a threat to there's spacecraft threat. so there's genuinely there's a, they reckon there's about 130 million bits of debris in space orbiting the earth in space yeah? right uh, and that includes um, not just a toolbox dropped by an astronaut in 2008 but also uh, a lot of frozen wee wee balls uh, are flying around the, the, flying around the planet and there's all this <laughs> frozen what? wee-wee balls. Just, I'm just curious, does it does it list what the technical term is for us? Or have they just said... Because that would be amazing. If I'd love to see the NASA press conference where they say yeah. that. Well, a number of can... frozen wee-wee balls. <laughs> yeah. That's... Unfortunately, we cannot no longer predict the weather. And Google Maps is down. And world banking has been affected to a degree that we have now no idea how much money you have. Unfortunately, it has been frozen wee-wee balls <laughs> that have affected our satellite navigation systems. What, I mean, I'm, I'm, so frozen I'm, I'm going to regret balls. asking this, but where do frozen wee-wee balls come from? From frozen astronauts. Uh, that, so, from so, frozen astronauts? Well, for, they guess they're cold enough up there. Uh, so astronauts go up and they're in the International Space Station and all of that carry mm. on and they do whatever they do up there and uh, then they do they have an old slash I suppose and then that goes out into the atmosphere and it's so cold out there it turns into frozen wee wee balls oh and the God. frozen wee wee balls that mean, 
You know, there's no phrases as I well. I guess uh, maybe the uh, maybe there is a bit of that. Yeah, I guess. And, uh, and then of course, the old, they don't have self-cleaning underpants up there either. You know, so the stuff has to get thrown out the window. And uh, that mean, and if any of that stuff, it, it only takes something tiny to affect a satellite up there. And that do, it could mean actually affecting world banking. It could mean not being able to predict the weather. It could mean Google getting badly affected. Everything we take for granted all these days, one frozen wee wee ball. Or a frozen papier in the wrong direction, and we could be uh, a catastrophic oh damage on a, on, on a global scale. You see, that's weird because I would have assumed, you know, NASA, that level of technology, I mean, sending people into space, all that. You'd imagine they'd have handled the whole idea of, you know, I mean, like recycling or something, or I yeah. don't know, you know what I mean? Like, you'd imagine they wouldn't be leaving kind of just, you know, just throwing rubbish out the window or whatever. I know, and it turns out it's a bit of a kip up there. There's Is rubbish it? everywhere. It's a bit of a dump, yeah. So they've been letting stuff out and there's all sorts of dead satellites that aren't working anymore. They're flying around as well. So there's loads of junk in space. It is literally the final dump site of the universe. Of you know. So space needs a bloom and good clean-up. Space you'd, be, you'd never be an astronaut now. There's no point in you ever going to space. Why not? It would freak you out. What do you mean? If the place was that untidy. I would be in, I'd be in a bit with it. I wouldn't like you, it. You the wouldn't clutter, like it at all. I can't stand it. I'd no. be like clutter. And I'd if be... the place was dirty and that, you'd be like... I'm not staying here. I'll be there, Carl. Take me back down. I'll be there. Would you look at that? I'll be there. Don't mind the, fr- don't mind the frozen wee-wee balls. Look at all the clutter and stuff all over the place. Well, Tidy your yourself up. Your man's toolboxes after going by twice. This is outrageous. That's mad. Yeah, so it's a bit like the sea. It's full of junk from humans and uh, and it could cause loads of damage. And now they are trying to make a plan. The European Space Agency are trying to make a plan of like how to clean up some of the junk because it could have such damage on our lives. Um, so they need sort of astro cleaners. I was just going to say, they'll be, they'll be advertising now for like um, space uh, litter wardens. I'd love that job. Going around like just, you know, wandering through space. I'd love that job. Picking up litter and stuff. Oh, I'd love that issuing job. Issuing fines to astronauts who have let their toolbox fall. Oh, yeah. And imagine that would be great up there. You'd, you'd be just up there. There'd be no one around or anything. We like being a, a, a clamper in Longford or Leitrim. You'd never see anyone. You'd, never, you'd only need the one. You'd never use it. You know, you'd be, yeah. you'd, just, you'd be just hanging around and every so often a little bit of wee-wee would go past to catch it in a bottle, <laughs> turn it on. And, you know, put it into your bag. Yeah. It'd be a lovely way to live. Sticking, a ticket, on, sticking a ticket on the odd spacecraft here and there. Oh, you can't leave that here. Yeah, well, yeah. I have to I have to take samples you from the moon. Yeah, I says, you can't leave it there, no. Elon no. Musk. Park it somewhere else. Go away out of here, Elon. You've better, I've better things to be doing. I've, I'm busy. He'd be there. What are you doing? I'm busy. What yeah. are you doing? I I'm says collecting I'm frozen wee-wee. Yeah, go on. If I catch you putting a bottle of wee out the window, oh, you know, you're Tesla, I don't care who you are. You'll be getting a fine off me. That's, um, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so this is it. So it, it, it does seem like we have a bit of a dilemma that we, we don't know what to do or we don't really know how to clean it up. There's a mm. space agency in London uh, and they're working on it as well uh, of what the plan can be to clean up these things. Uh, but it's not a clean job and in fairness the problem is it's probably getting people who want to do it like you get you train someone trains to be an astronaut it's very intensive it's Mm. a life's dedication you put your entire life into it to be selected to be a person who can go to space it is the wild west it is the final frontier so do you want to be the first man on the moon grand but the first man to collect a poo (laughs) it's a lot of time at college to go around picking up wee wee balls isn't it